This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to the SteelerNation.com podcast, sponsored by Stony Brewing. Pure, honest beer. I'm your host, G. Stryker, and I have the extreme pleasure today to be joined with current Pittsburgh Steeler running back, Kareth White. Kareth, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm doing good. I've, I've been doing well, too. I know uh, uh, our listeners on the air get to hear us immediately so they don't understand what it's like for us to get, get each other on the phone, but we've been playing a lot of phone tag. We know you've been traveling. You've been traveling to Florida, and that's pretty much yeah. where your home base is, right, ma'am? Yep, Florida's my home. I've been there my whole life. This is I went to college there too, so this is pretty much my first time really venturing out of the state of Florida. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, so venturing <laughs> out obviously when when the entire time because you've played um, college football at at, um, at Florida Atlantic, correct? Right. Yep. Down the Boca Raton. Yeah. Nice. And what's the name? What's the name of the mascot at Florida Atlantic? Oh, the owl. Owls. I don't know that name, Owsley. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, the, the mascot is an owl, though. Oh, that's cool. I think his name was, yeah, it's so, an owl, though. I think his name was Owsley. I'm not sure, though. So being in Florida Atlantic, that's part of a Conference USA, obviously. Um, I did, did look up that you did have two really interesting statistics in Conference USA in, the, in your last year playing in 2018. Uh, you led the entire conference in both yards per rush attempt and yards per kickoff return. So I thought that was really interesting because um, it it goes it goes to show that you're effective every time you touch the football. I mean, yeah. I mean, that. I mean, honestly, I didn't even know that statistic. I, I knew <laughs> about the yards, but I didn't know about the kick return. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Um, I just knew that you know how to be opportunistic. You know, just try to take advantage of each and every opportunity. That I got, you know, even if, you know, even just try to create opportunities. So, I, mean, I just, you know, just thank God, you know, for um, what I did there and where I'm at now. That's great, Kareth. And um, you started off then in high school. Did you do a lot of returning work in, in high school as well? High school? No. Returning actually started my uh, freshman year in college at SAU. That's really my first time really taking on, keep returning as like a serious thing. Then in college, though, they must have seen something in you because you, you pretty much became the kick returner for your team, and you had a, right, right. a lot of success then moving on through. And uh, fortunately, um, you know, it, it, I mean, we'll get to talking it to a little bit farther. But but it's how did you like since so since you didn't do any kick returning in high school, how was the kick returning then for you once you started doing it in college? Um, it, it was it was you know I just it was. I feel like it was nothing new. I mean, I feel like football is just football. Mm-hmm. You know, they make it nothing bigger than it was. And actually, when I was told I was going to be the kick returner, I remember the special teams corner they came up to me saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, Kerry, you know, we um, you know, there's never been a kick uh, kick return for a touchdown in school history." Wow. So you know, once he once he told me that, uh-huh. I was like, "Oh wow, that's an interesting, you know, interesting um, fact right there." I was like, that kind of added like motivation. Like, hey, let me let me become the first one to do it. That's great. You know, thankfully. 
thankfully I did become the first one that I was trying to kick for a touchdown. So uh, that was pretty good feeling. Nice. Well, why don't you describe that kick and who were you playing in that game and, and, and you know, what time of the, of the game and just kind of let the Steeler Nation know what it was like to go through that. Yeah, I'll never forget. That was probably one of my memorable plays in my college career. So we're uh-huh. playing on La Tech. We're at their place. Yeah. Louisiana Tech. Yeah. We're at their place. So it just, we just came out the half. We come out of the halftime, and I remember a teammate like, "Yo, KY, what are you gonna return one, bro?" <laughs> I was like, "You know what, I'm gonna do it right now." So, um, <laughs> you know, um, they try to do a different kick, um, which our coach he he prepared us really well, so we knew it was coming. So they try to get the, the ball to the opposite has. Yeah. So you know, I caught the ball, and um, uh, saw the saw some people running. Um, a guy came on free, so it was like yeah. kind of a one-on-one situation. I remember uh-huh. I hit him, hit him head up, and broke the tackles mm-hmm. off and ran up the sideline. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking like, you know, in the um, corner of my eye, like, I hope there's no flags. And I got to the end zone. There's no flags. <laughs> so the rest of, you know, the rest of, um, you know, they put their hands in, you know, signal uh, touchdown. And I just went like, man, it's finally, I, we finally did it, you know, as a special teams group, you know, the first kick return for touchdown in FAU history. <laughs> That's amazing, and I imagine your entire team went crazy. Your coaching staff went crazy. Just understanding that aspect of it being the first time in school history, so that had to be really yeah, fun no, as well. Yeah. Celebration had to be something else, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Um, also, while you were at college, uh, we learned that you also played with Devin uh, Singletary, who's having a, a great year now as well. Um, how close were you guys at school? Do you guys still talk? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. We, we 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 hung up before we played the um before the Buffalo Bills game. We hung out with each other. Oh, that's great. Um, that is, yeah. Um. Yeah. That's my that's a, that's my brother from another mother. <laughs> that's a, that's a, what they say, but um. Yeah. Yeah. The uh the whole our whole running back moment on that FA, we were all you know closely closely knitted with each other, closely tied. We had a, a great bond with each other. Day in and day, day in and day out, because you know, we spent so much time with each other. So there's nothing but love with that. So yeah, we have a great relationship. That's fantastic. I'm sure you guys obviously root for each other too when you guys are in the games and get to talk about like, hey, you did great. Hey, great job, man. Yeah, it's got to be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, yeah, no doubt about it. We're just living the dream. You know, just enjoying <laughs> it each and every moment of it. <laughs> That's perfect. Now, when you were at Florida uh, Atlantic. Um, were you, did you, were you redshirted your first year or did, did you get eligibility for all four years or did you leave a, a year early on your eligibility? No, I still, I redshirted, but I still had a, I redshirted, but I left my redshirt junior, so I did have a year of eligibility left. Okay, great. So what was your decision then to join the draft with a year of eligibility left? So I remember in the beginning of the, was it the 2018 season? So this was right before my last season. Yeah. Right, uh, mm-hmm. 2019, whatever season. But right before my last redshirt junior season, I, I remember having a dream, saying, you know, it's time to go. Oh wow! So I remember, you know, most yeah, most dreams, you know, you kind of brush it off, but this dream just kind of it kind of hit a little different. Um, so you know, I, I prayed about it. You know, I, yeah. I was kind of confused, so I prayed about it. You know, to find, you know, to get more clarity, to find more answers. You know, to, to have a more precise, mm-hmm. you know, answer what this dream was. So and I got my answer. You know, and I asked God for you know direction and. Mm-hmm. The kick went by, and everything went as planned. As I, you know, you know, I tried to form a plan prior to this, and so but everything went as planned. And you know, I, I, I've been to declare, mm-hmm. declare. And um, I, I know a lot of people. You know, they call me. They call, you know, call me crazy. Like, how, how can you leave? 
as a registered junior, but not even a starter. Yeah. But, you know, but it just goes to show, like, you know, I just truly have faith in God and in myself. And, like, and I just had true belief, like, hey, man, like, you can do this. Uh, I don't care. Nobody, nobody's saying that. At the end of the day, nobody's walking in my shoes. You know, it's nobody's walking in my shoes. You know, they say maybe you could go higher in the draft, whatever you're waiting. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you, know, it's, you know, it's my life, my decision. And I prayed about it. And I was, I was happy about it. I came, I was at peace with it. So and that's all that matters. Oh, stuff that's... like that. Because at the end of the day, no matter what happens, you got to live with the consequences. <laughs> you're right. So That's beautiful. So, that's um, a beautiful that's way to what, put it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's what went into the, uh, the decision. And, um, mm-hmm. Thankfully, I still got drafted. I mean, I yeah. just wanted the opportunity, but you know, I got drafted and whatnot. Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm, ha- I'm here now, so you know, it's all what you're doing here. <laughs> that is what true. I'm happy about. So, at your pro day then for Florida Atlantic, uh, since obviously um, I, I did hear that you didn't go to the, you weren't um, uh, asked to the combine, but you really excelled at your pro day at, for, at Florida Atlantic. Um, kind of talk about how that experience as it is, and let Steeler Nation know what it's like to go through a pro day. Oh man, there's so much different emotions like bump up inside of you, you know, it's just mm-hmm. cause you never know, like it could this day could really make or break you, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you put so much pressure on yourself, you underperform when you really you know, you you're capable of doing better. But um there's just so much a lot of pressure. I just remember, you know, the pray for calmness and you know, I just I just had to make it simple to care that it's just running and you just doing football. Don't make it nothing bigger than it really is. So yeah. um uh, I just went out there and I just gave him my all, and thankfully things worked out. Yeah, they worked, you know, out, to the, worked out incredibly. I I read that you ran a four three four three six forty, and that would have been yep, faster yep. than and it is faster than any numbers recorded at the combine for running backs. So right. that was an incredible, right. incredible run. So what was it like to run that? And how, and did you know that you hit that fast of a time, or or uh, you know how did you learn about how how your timing went? Uh, no, nah, I, I knew I was going to hit that time. It was just, it was just more like, you know, I just didn't want the pressure to get to my head and like make me underperform. I mean, the things I did, you know, um, I trained down at house of athletes, um, things I did and like the preparation I went into is it, it like, you know, it, <laughs> the only thing that could happen is, you know, success, you put in so much work, you know what I'm saying? And, and I just truly had faith and I just believed day in and day out and, um, and I put the work in, and, yeah. you know, I'm just thankful for the staff around me who helped and motivate me, you know, just kept me on track and stuff like that to make it all happen. So um, I'm just thankful. It was, you know, what I did, it was, it was, um, it was expected. Um, I, I kind of knew because I, I ran number, some numbers close to that prior to the pro day. Yeah. But the thing goes, I, I never trained like how I did for the pro day, so I just kind of, Assume that I would do a little bit better. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, you are a fast guy, yeah. so of course you'd expect to be a, have a fast time. But that's a fantastic time uh, as far as for being an NFL <laughs> pro. And unfortunately, um, your hard work did pay off. You were noticed. You were drafted in the seventh round by Chicago. Uh, talk about what it was like uh, getting drafted by Chicago and working with them in that organization. Well, once I heard uh, got the phone call, I was. Man, so many different emotions went uh-huh. uh, across my mind, across my my feet. I mean, my my chest, my feelings, whatever you, you may call it. Yeah. And um, I just remember seeing my parents, my family, so happy for me. And I feel like that was the best part of it. I just seeing their reaction, yeah. how happy they were for me. Oh, nice. And um, you know, yes, 
and you know get into Chicago. Um, it's a great organization that you know they do things the right way um, yeah. and stuff like that. You know, and things for OTAs and mm-hmm. rookie minicamp. You know, all those things went pretty smooth. You know, just learning the playbook. Uh, so this wasn't too bad. Yeah. Uh, so it went it went pretty smoothly. You know, they did a great job taking care of guys over there. So um, everything went pretty smooth, um, pretty smooth and pretty well. So I'm just thankful. Well, appreciative of how everything played out, and, and I, I know they loved you because they they rostered you in your in your rookie season, and you're on you're um, kept there until um, the end of September, where they placed you on the practice squad, um, and then about uh, like uh, well, I guess first off, kind of talk about what it's like because um, I know being an NFL player, a big part is you know moving up and down on the practice squad, and and what is that like? What was that experience like for you? Um, when you had to be placed on the squad? Oh, the experience, I mean, the only difference, you know, they'll say is the pay, but um, other than that, I even though I was on my active roster, I, was, I mean, at 53, I mean, I wasn't playing anyway, so it's like, yeah. essentially, essentially, I kind of was just a practice uh, practice squad player, but I mean, I don't like to call it practice squad, I call it developmental squad, development squad. Yeah, <laughs> De- and that's definitely what it but, is, um, you're 100% right about that. Yeah. Right, yeah, so, um, yeah, I was just on there. I mean, I just, you know, just took it as like, you know, work harder. I mean, I had no hard things about it, but you know, I was like, just work hard. So when the opportunity does come, you're you're more prepared, you know. So when it does come, you don't, yeah, you don't say like, man, I should have done more. So I just, even when I was on practice squad, I mean, developmental squad, I was just saying like, hey, just continue to work hard. I mean, just work hard each day in and day out. It's gonna pay off. Just be prepared for your opportunity because whatever you do in life, your opportunity will come. You just gotta be ready. You just don't let it pass you by. You're right. That opportunity did come because the Steelers went in and and picked you up off of the Chicago Bears practice squad on November 16th and made you part of their game day roster immediately. So it's got to be kind of an interesting situation where you're being developed in Chicago, working with that organization and understanding what they're doing. And then another team kind of takes you and says, look, you're going to be, you know, not only our starting uh, kick returner, but also, we need help at running back, and you're going to get playing time during the game. So, how did that feel? And what I mean, it had to be a whirlwind for you to go from you know being on the developmental practice squad to being uh, thrown into game action by a different team. Oh no, for sure, most definitely. Um, that transition was it just it just happened overnight. It was just so fast. And yeah. then, like I said, and then like four days later, I'm playing in a, a national. You know, a regular season football game. I was like, man, you know, that's. But you know, I just, yeah. you know, think. Um, I was just, I was just preparing. I just try to. I thankful. I just took every day of practice real serious. You know, because I knew that moment was coming soon. And once I got my first actual game snap, I was like, man, this is surreal. You know, just seeing the environment, the crowd, the atmosphere. I'm like, man, this is. I'm really, I'm really doing it right now. And the fact that on the first play, I mean, I knew. I was giving the ball, so they're like, all right, okay, White, what do you want to do with this ball? Like, there's no way around it. Like, you're getting the ball. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you have to do, you have to do something with it. So, I mean, it's just been a uh, surreal moment. I mean, you know, just moments of events. This was, uh, you know, learning the playbook in such a, a short, a short term into actually, you know, playing in the game. You know, just thankful to God how everything played out. Nice. Now we're getting to the segment of the uh, podcast, which I like to call Questions from Steeler Nation. So we have a great forum, football forum at SteelerNation.com, where our esteemed members enjoy um, you know, asking 
questions of their favorite Steeler players. So we have a couple questions here that I'd like to throw at you. One from Heinz57, uh, which kind of goes along the lines of what we were just talking about. He says, you got thrown right into the game joining the Steelers. Was it tough to pick up the play the playbook and the new plays? Uh, was it tough? I, I, I mean, so-so. I mean, I was kind of, you know, familiar with the first style offense and stuff like that, but just like kind of knowing the scheme and the intent of the plays took a little adjustment. As I went through the season, it kind of, it kind of became um, more natural because at first it wasn't really secondhand. It was a lot, was a lot of thinking going on, but um, and you know, just so anything alive, the more you do something, the more comfortable you get with it. So um, it became as time went on, I became a little bit more acclimated to the, the offensive system and how everything worked. Nice. And Slash Steel also had a question. He wants to know, we all know you're a Florida man at heart. What's it like playing in the cold of Chicago and Pittsburgh? Well, honestly, honestly, I thought it would be a lot worse, but it's <laughs> not because, you know, <laughs> I thought it would be a lot worse. But honestly, yeah. um, you know, the, the equipment staff, they have, they, they prep you with all the things you needed. Like, you know, they have a, a lot of heating um Getting resources on the sideline and stuff for you to uh, utilize to stay warm. I mean, I'm not as cold as you would think because um, once you're out in the field playing, you know, the adrenaline is going, you're not thinking about cold. But yeah. even when you're on the sideline, they have the jackets, you know, the heated bench, the heat is on the sideline. So, you know, they do a really good job taking care of you, you know, helping you stay warm. And I, I, hopefully you're staying warm now because we're getting snow today. I'm sure. Are you getting snow in Pittsburgh now? No, that's not snow where I'm at right now. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit southeast of you. I'm, I'm closer to Baltimore, and it is, uh, we've got about an inch of snow already. Um, but oh, you, really? Yeah, which is funny because usually you guys always get pits, get the snow before we do. So this one must be coming oh, okay, up from the okay. south. <laughs> but anyway, Paul G. also wanted to know, what is your greatest attribute that you bring to the Steeler offense? Um, I just try to be a change of pace, change of pace Change things running back. Uh-huh. You know, I know. Um, just try to utilize my speed to the best of my kind of capability. You know, just try to um, you know, add that spark to the team, or whatever it may be. If it's a, a long play, short play, just try to, you know, move it, continue to move the sticks, and just add that little spark to the offense. It's just going. Nice. Bad Cat and ATL Steelers want to know what player do you pattern yourself after, and who was your favorite running back growing up? Growing up. Um, my favorite running back was actually Reggie Bush. Um, oh, nice. at USC. That's when I kind of really started watching football. Yeah. Uh, getting a better understanding of it. Um, who I say my game kind of resembles after? Uh, it's a great question. I'm not sure. I've, I've heard many. Some people compare me to. Uh, I mean, I had people compare me to like uh, a little style, uh, a little faster version of Alvin Kamara, something like stuff like that. But that's uh, what I've heard. But actually I'm not sure who I'll say. <laughs> nice. Nice. But obviously Butch was a, a, a fantastic running back, very versatile, very fast, quick, great both right. running the ball and receiving. So yeah, that's a great person to uh to bring up because obviously he's a he's a he's always fun to watch. Yeah, definitely. And uh Drink Iron City wants to know how was the locker room atmosphere in Pittsburgh and what did they do to kind of make you feel welcome when you joined the team? Um, since day one, the moment I uh, entered the locker room, you know, they showed nothing but love. You know, mm. how to get activated to you know, a new environment. Yeah. You know, they kind of just showed me the way, you know, go around town, you know, good spots to eat at. You know, they they, took, they did a uh, real good uh, taking care of me. And, you know, the locker room is, is amazing. It's a great locker room. 
it seems like this team's been together for many years. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, and it's, it's a younger nothing, team, just, so that's something else. That's great to, right? great to hear, yeah. Yeah. So there's just nothing but love. Everyone constantly uh, jokes and, you know, laugh with each other, and, you know, just constantly, you know, telling each other how to, you know, improve, you know, how to improve individually, you know, to help the team win uh, in a whole manner. So the locker room has been nothing but great. Um, they did, you know, they show, like I said, they show a lot of love. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Um, Steeler Nation also wants to just let you know personally that they thank you for your contribution to our beloved Pittsburgh Steelers and for spending time away from your family and friends to be here and play for us. Uh, we really appreciate it. So that's a beautiful thing, the message no, they wanted you. to share with you. No, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. You're welcome. Also, just so you know, too, like me being a Steeler fan and Steeler Nation know – you know, one of our most beloved running backs came out of a college. He wasn't even uh, a starter, didn't even get a whole lot of playing time. Uh, undrafted rookie and, and stuck on the Steelers' uh, developmental squad and ended up being rostered and becoming one of their best running backs in Willie Parker. I don't know if you've heard of Fast no. Willie Parker no. at all. Um, no. Yeah, Fast Willie Parker. Yep. <laughs> so he was a big, big uh, a proponent and, and a big reason why the Steelers won that Super Bowl. In uh, two thousand five, and um, it had, has still, I think, has the longest run in Super Bowl history. But it goes to show, you know, you you can have you you might not be reaching your full potential in college to be able to reach your full potential in the pros. Steeler fans appreciate those types of players, and they appreciate you. And we're looking forward to seeing what you can do here, moving forward with the Steelers. Oh yeah, no, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Very welcome, and Steeler fans. Kay White, you got to follow him on Twitter, follow him on Instagram. Make sure if you want to Instagram him, he is Papa White. That's P-A-P-A-W-H-Y-T-E underscore six. Again, Instagram, P-A-P-A-W-H-Y-T-E underscore six. On Twitter, it's Kay White underscore six. That's K-W-H-Y-T-E underscore six. So make sure to follow this guy, reach out to him, thank him for his time here at the Steelers because we're glad to have him. We're happy he's here. Perfect. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Kareth? Oh, no, that'll be it. No, thank you, man. I appreciate you. Perfect, perfect. Hey, we appreciate you too. We're looking forward to seeing what you're going to be doing on the field. And thanks again, too, for joining us here on the podcast today. We really appreciate you, man. No problem, man. Hey, Steeler fans, make sure to come to SteelerNation.com for the best football forum and Steelers news on the Internet. Tweet us at SteelerNation or Instagram us at SteelerNation.com. I am your host, G. Stryker, rooting along with Kareth White. With you, as always, go Steelers!